In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again to be on Everybody and welcome to another edition of Defend Your Movie. I am one of your hosts, and I am joined here by my very lovely New York Rangers fan co-host. Actually, you're not you're not a Rangers fan. I'm a diehard Rangers fan. How dare you? Oh, that's you? right. I think you're Islanders. Fuck off, will you? Oh. <laughs> that is. Uh, I mix up. Oh, the Stefano's Islanders. Yeah, the Stefano's, the Stefano's Islanders. Dirty Islanders uh, fan. My co-host, funny, funny, funny guy, funny guys I know. I oh, think, right? Thanks. Andy Fiore, ladies and Hello, gentlemen. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for for tuning in. Uh, we did uh, just. Oh, and we're here joined by our super funny guest. I was going to introduce you later, but I didn't want to wait too long. Uh, super funny comedy. You've seen him on Conan. Known this guy for years. Mike Racine, Thank ladies you. and gentlemen. Thank you, Mike, for doing this. Um, First of all, one thing I forgot to mention to you is we did get shit for last week's matchup. We kind yeah, of, I knew we would. It's so hard to – like we had a bunch of good episodes going in a row where yeah. people were sending us <laughs> messages like, hey, great job, great job. Yeah, yeah. And then last I, week – I hate that my podcast has to have a theme. I yeah. Wish I could yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm, I'm at the point now too, but, I, but then you – you know, everybody has an idea of podcast trends. So, yeah. and, I do, and I do love movies. So when I started this, I was like, this is a great idea. But at, every once in a while, you'll have a thing like I, we can't think of a good – there's Good nothing you do. can do Four weeks in a row. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So we did we, – we do matchups now. It's different from the last time you were here yeah. on the show. Uh, we don't just do a movie that you love, nobody else does. Now we match two movies against each other. It makes sense. People get way more heated. It becomes more fun, right? Mm-hmm. Today we're doing something a little bit different, which we'll explain in a couple minutes. But um, – <laughs> so last week we could – we were racking our brains for like an <laughs> hour on what to do. And we were like, you know what? We'll just do Midnight Run versus The Fugitive. And like – because I love Midnight Run. Good. Andy loves The Fugitive. I've seen neither. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But anyway, it makes no sense to match these up. Mm. So we're like, we're like trying to figure out reasons. I like, go, oh, they're both fugitive. That movies. was really yeah. the only connection. That's the only connection. And when you start talking about it, you're like, this makes no fucking sense. <laughs> right. And then I was trying How to about defend Toy it. Story versus um versus uh what's that movie <laughs> Requiem for a Dream? It's both about toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they must have yeah, a, a cowboy doll, a double-headed dildo, same thing. <laughs> ace to ace. <laughs> You're right, though. It, it was the same exact logic. So yeah. uh, somebody was like, hey, uh, that made no sense. You should have done Midnight Run versus 48 Hours. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know 48 Hours enough. But I would have yeah. re- rewatched it for it. But I still would have picked Midnight Run. Where would 48 you Hours, that's a cop movie? Yeah. I, I miss all the 80s movies, I think. You missed all yeah, of them? Yeah, that's Nolte and uh, Eddie Nolte Murphy. Nolte and Eddie I Murphy. probably would have gone 48 hours. We yeah, really missed really? it. Really? Yeah. We could do it. Maybe we'll do it in like six months or something. Maybe. Yeah. Isn't we'll Jonathan forget. Banks in that from Breaking Bad? He might he be. Yes, he is. Probably. He's in Beverly Hills. He is. He is. Very young. Yeah, that's yeah. a guy who looks better at like 74 totally. than he does yeah, yeah, at like 40. He's in Beverly Hills Cop. He throws yeah. Eddie Murphy through the window. It's Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. He calls him Cuz. He calls him Cuz. And he goes... He goes, I'm ancient cuz or something, whatever he goes. Yeah. He goes, 
what's up, cuz? And he's like, I ain't your cuz, cuz. He still has that. That guy is a badass. Mm-hmm. That guy's career, I think, I love him. I he's think great. He's fantastic. He's fan- I mean, he's probably the best part of uh, Better Call Saul now, definitely. And Breaking Bad. Uh, he is. He, if his career would have went a different way, he would have been like, if he was a little bit better looking, he would have been an action star. Right, right, right. Honestly, he's just a hard, he got a hard mug, that guy. He's got a mug. Yeah. When they talk about a mug, that guy's got a mug. Was, he's got a full on mug. I was watching The Monkees uh, recently. And, Wait, um, what do you mean? What, like the animal I or, knew the, that or the band? Wasn't gonna, <laughs> the band. The TV show. Yeah, oh, okay. And uh, it was just kind of, it was on. I was just like, let me date, let me just watch for a little while. You know, you ever do that? Yeah, just to and check it out. There's an actor in one of the scenes going, where the fuck do I know this from? And all of a sudden I go, Uncle Leo! It's oh. a young-ass Uncle Leo oh, sure. in the Monkees episode that oh, I was sure. watching. It made me so happy. That's the best. Yeah. I love when that happens. I just want somebody to go, Leo, hello! Sir. And the Seinfeld reference. That, that covers exactly. Yeah. Oh, We're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Uncle Leo from Seinfeld. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, so terrible logic on that. I forget the gentleman who tweeted at us and said 48 hours sorry. Be better. Uh, sorry about that. Maybe we'll do that at some point. We had like four good yeah. ones in a row. That's pretty good for us. Like really strong. We had strong really ones. strong shows. Yeah, and they were fun. They were heated, and they were and they we was going great. And then we were just sitting there. Even and we weren't even that like procrastinating. Like even the day before, we were like, "What do you want to do?" Like we're trying to figure it out, and we just couldn't think of a really really good one. And then that we got to that, and we're like, "We know we're gonna get shit for yeah, this." Podcasters block. Podcasters block. <laughs> Podcasters topic block. Uh, <laughs> And so now this leads us to today. And what I wanted to, wanted to do first was, do you want to talk about the movie you watched? Yeah, I watched one movie last week. I watched uh, First Man. It was which was the, nominated for Best Picture. It was nominated for Best Picture. You know, I like to watch all the nominees for Best Picture just to see to stack them up against each other. And uh, I saw most of it. I have AMC uh, A list. Kind of that movie where you go, yeah, I got it. Yeah, because you know the story. It's the story of Neil Armstrong yeah. done in just kind of an artsy way. The it's th- the same guy who did Whiplash and La La Land, and he La La Landed it up. But it wasn't like song and dance numbers. Yeah, but. it's it's not a bad movie. It was nice. It was pretty. The only thing I let you in on is that I didn't know. I guess I knew this, but you, it's pretty intimate about his daughter dying. Very intimate about his daughter dying. It's kind of like a darker story of Neil yeah. Armstrong, yeah. and that that just like leads up of the decade before he becomes the first man to walk on the moon. Yeah, and then that's that's it. It wasn't. Let me ask you this. Like spectacular. I enjoyed it. All right. The but. one beef I probably have is uh, I uh, Gosling as Armstrong. No, I don't think so. I think it's. I think it's. I think yeah. that's a that's a case of Hollywood. Like, yeah. hey, we just work together on La La Land. We have to work together. Right. Again. It's like a politics thing. Because yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. Uh, that movie Hell or High Water recently. Oh, uh, one of the best. We yeah. love it around here. But but he's like uh, the the actor. It's Chris Pine. Yeah. yeah but but. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, but just I couldn't believe that he was like having a hard, a tough time in life. Oh, you're in for you it know? now. Oh, you're out of your mind. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll tell you right now. I, I I went into that thinking like Chris Pine is a heartthrob. How is this going to happen? And to be honest, I think he pulls it off. Yeah, I agree. As much as somebody as who looks much like as that he can, can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it also it's like they make him rugged enough looking maybe like, like Paul Giamatti or something. <laughs> Just somebody real hard looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. Jonathan Banks. Just Jonathan Banks and Paul Giamatti. Just like the, the yeah. film and Louise, but for those guys. But do you guys do the? Do you guys like root against like good looking, really good looking yes. guys? Like yeah, I yeah, root against like like Bradley Cooper in um in uh Gal- Star is Born. No, uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. Like that role should have gone to like Joe Pesci or somebody. Wait, he plays the raccoon. He plays the raccoon. He plays yeah, the voice. He plays like a like a gruff like you know. <laughs> 
But he's not. But, but the, you don't the see his face. Why, there's plenty of, I thought you were plenty say, of older, ugly guys. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Chris. Uh, I'll tell you right now. That, it's funny you brought that up. Okay, Bradley Cooper in, in A Star is Born does not pull off gruff as much as Chris Pine does in Hell or High Water. I agree with that 100%. What do you think about that? Uh, I didn't see Stars Born. Oh, well, all right. But he, but he also did a, he did a good job. But the whole time I'm sitting there, like nothing bad's gonna happen to this dude for yeah. real. And that's it's a heavy movie. I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to give it away, but it's a heavy, heavy movie. Yeah. He gets. He's fucked up. He's fucked up in the yeah, movie. Yeah. So you're watching it uh, the whole time. I'm watching. I'm like, this is gonna have a happy ending because Bradley Cooper. Well, I was watching Hell yeah. or High Water. I was like, you could just cam and make the money back in like a few days. <laughs> Just Cowboy do, cam. Just do gay for pay. Yeah. <laughs> just, go to, go to Fort year. Worth. Hell <laughs> <laughs> um, or High Water, we love. I love yeah, that yeah. movie. I think it's yeah, fantastic. Good. I think Ben Foster, I think that he's one of those guys that literally rallies against what you're talking about because he's an average looking guy. His first big thing that he was in that I noticed was he was Claire's boyfriend in Six Feet Under, and he was so popular from that. I'm convinced, and I've never found they this out. Made him ever. a little more likable, I think. They could have. Well, he was supposed to be. You know, he was supposed to be partly unlikable. He was supposed to be yeah. like. You're supposed to be half the time you love this guy, and half the time you're like, "Fuck, stop getting but everybody I in trouble." I didn't see much of like a charming like sociopath there. Um, I, I don't think it was supposed to be that. I think yeah. it was supposed to be one of them was quiet. They had a mission. The other one was just yeah. straight up psychopath, mm-hmm. and literally was only doing it, and just also had a death wish. I think there was a death yeah. wish thing. Yeah, in yeah, should have yeah. gotten a supporting actor nominee. He a hundred percent should. He should have got it at one because the guy is such a good actor. And I, if I had to guess, if I really had to guess, and I, I think I said this once before in the show, I guarantee he was almost offered a key to a career. Like I, like I think there's certain uh-huh. moments in an actor's career where they're like, if you pick these two roles, you're, you're then you're bop bop bop, you're golden for the rest of your life. Mm. I guarantee you, he turned down a key role that made him the character actor that still keeps him being able to play characters and be that normal looking. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He stayed human yeah. as an actor. Yeah. Now Chris Pine didn't. Chris Pine's in fucking Wonder Woman and he's a yeah, yeah. fighter pilot in World War Two and he looks gorgeous. Like, right. but when, in 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 uh, but he does in Hell or High Water. He does pull off as much as he can being gruff. Like, like think about it. If it would have been anybody else, think about some other really good looking. Like, who else can you think of that you put them? They would not be able to pull that off. It's a hard thing to do to make yourself look human after you've been a movie star. Well, it's funny. It's a hard thing to do to look average when you're. But, right now, yeah. That's what Dica- DiCaprio has the same fucking problem. DiCaprio's yeah. been trying to look gruff for thirty yeah. years. Yeah, Mickey Rourke the guy did literally that got too. fat. Rourke, yeah. Mickey Rourke did it. Yeah. Well, I was going to say when you, I thought where you're going with Guardians of the Galaxy was Chris Pratt. Which I actually do think he could maybe pull that off. I think I, I would rather have seen Chris Pratt in that role than I think Chris Pine. Chris Pratt was in a western. I, th- I forget which one it was. Was it um, Magnificent? He was Seven? in yeah, Magnificent, Magnificent Seven. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, but I, you think he could have pulled? Off? Yeah, I think he probably. I think could he's have. got that kind of look where he is really pretty, but could have gotten away with it. Yeah, but does his act- uh, you want his acting to have like like the the? I think Chris he's a really Pine, good actor. I think, I think the Chris Pine watching Hell or High Water I think makes me think of him as a better actor. Absolutely. Because if you watch Horror, he's great in Horrible Bosses too. He's awesome in that. He's funny in that. He's good in all like the regular, like, you know, heartthrobby things he does. Yeah, yeah. And then he's good in Hillary High Water. I'm like, the guy's just a well rounded actor. You know? 100%. You can put him up against Bradley Cooper any day of the week, to be honest. But Bradley Cooper has a bigger, a bigger uh, cachet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'd probably go Bradley Cooper over that one, but. Anyway. But I think that does happen. I think they're. I think these, they get to a crossroads because they have always have articles like that. Oh, look who they turned down this role. They turned yeah. down this role. They were offered this. They were thinking of so and so for this. 
and then it could have made them or broke them or it did break. They make a movie that's a flop and it did break them, you know, stuff like that. But First Man, I guess if you really love acting, though, you want those. You want those roles. You want those. Like, you should weirder, want to. But yeah, then when you get to a point where I, when you cross that line from actor to movie star, then you're like, hey, I want to keep this going. I want to yeah. just like with comedy, where we're like, hey, we just want to work hard enough so we can do the comedy that we want, and yeah. we're not, we're not, we don't have a, a cup in our hands when we're 60 years old. Yeah. Like I think they have that. They're like, hey, I better if I do this. I solidify myself. I'm not a starving actor. For yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm fu- working. You know? you know what's funny about First Man is the surrounding cast was a lot of character actors that I really love. Uh, who was in it? Cause I, well, I, I like, saw uh, it a while Patrick Fugit from oh, uh, yeah. Kid Who Play was Almost Famous Kid. Another He's kid. great. Another kid who had like a rising star thing and then after Almost Famous and then they kind of went away. Yep. There's yeah. uh, one of the guys from The Wire who I can't name. He was The Wire season two. He was one of the doc guys. Uh, Sabaka? He, uh, no, but it was like uh, his younger – Oh. That's like uh, Paolo, Paolo, uh, Paolo Schreiber. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. Liam Schreiber's brother, right? He's yeah. great. Yeah. And then uh, the yeah, guy, speaking of Six Feet Under, the older brother who uh, – oh, what did he go on to do? Oh, um, oh Sports the oldest, Night? Sports Night yes, guy? Yes, yes, that guy. He's uh, a great character actor too. He's All a good really good surrounding cast around Gosling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely a bunch of good people in that movie. And it's not a – it's it's a good movie. It's just not best picture. Claire Foy, the girl who plays his wife. Her, the greatest fucking eyes I've ever seen. Like oh, these magnetic yeah. blue eyes. Yeah. I was watching it with my I was in and Jersey. She has watched, that. I was watching it with my mom. I literally out loud I just go, Man, she's got great eyes. My mom goes, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> it was just like draws you in. Also I think you want to make a movie like that from that time period, you put somebody who looks like her in it. Like she looks like yeah, she's from that yeah, time that, period. That, 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 that Kennedy, 60s housewife. That, yeah, yep. that sixties housewife time period. Uh it is good. I just think that the only and I love Ryan Gosling. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't I think he was miscast in that. He's good, does a good job, but you're not sitting there going, Oh, Neil Yeah, you're like, was he that dark of a dude? <laughs> yeah, guess. that's the thing. That's what that that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Where it's like Hey, this is kind of like is was new after this. But heavy? then again, I've heard him of like punching people out for saying the moon landing is fake. When you're like, maybe Buzz, he did. Buzz Buzz Aldrin did that. Oh, that was Buzz, Buzz Aldrin. Aldrin. Yeah, that was Buzz oh, Aldrin. All right. yeah. yeah, he's the man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so an old man. He's just beating. <laughs> <Yeah>. someone. <laughs> you, you walked on the moon and you're still angry at people. <laughs> no, but that guy was like harassed. Yeah, yeah, but if you thought you had life's work fake, you'd yeah. fuck, you'd get. And also, even if it was fake, it's not like you just easily fake a moon landing. Hey, we're still playing the long con. Yeah. yeah, well, you uh, wait until UFO stuff comes out, guys. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. all I'm saying. Wait and wait. Were wait. you abducted? Uh, no, I was abducted. Uh, he wishes he was. Yeah, yeah. I wish he I wishes was. He was if abducted. I was abducted, if I was abducted, wait, is that your new thing though? You're into UFOs? Oh, I've been. Obs- yeah, yeah, I didn't tell you. Well, yeah, I know it's like newish. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. And then if I was abducted and I told you, if I told you guys I was abducted, would you believe me? Yeah, of course. If I was like, uh, no, yeah, I'm if not. You kidding. knew his level of UFO fandom, though. But would, would that would that make you? No, that would make Sean you doesn't. Believe I mean, Sean doesn't lie really. I don't yeah, lie. that's true. So and Fire I have in the a, sky. We should go over that one. One that's a great movie. That case, uh, that's one of the cases that they're like this. They this happened. Yeah, Th- those guys Scared that them. happened to. One of them changed their, his name to get yeah. away from it. Yeah. And one of the guys that was there. I saw the that guy. in the theater when I was a kid, scared the bejesus it, It's a super scary movie. Because it's, it's very realistic. Yeah. But that, like, that, that's believable. Yeah, that case came back out. That guy has talked in public. And and, and one of the guys that was attached to it, he ran away from him and, and changed his <laughs> name. And then when this guy started coming out more and more and then people were attacking him, the other guy came back and he goes, no, I was there and this happened. Yeah, like, and these, yeah. these are like this is the thing you have to do. The, the reason that got me into it, and I'm not, we're not going to go off on a UFO tangent, but I always tell Andy this. I tell people this all the time. 
is the military aspect of it. There's literally like sober military sources and and data that that tells people like, hey, these things are are showing up and we don't know what to do. And these are guys that can like lose their careers yeah. and then after they retire, they're coming out and being like, we did see this and yeah. we didn't say. And ten years later, I said it because I didn't want them to send me to a psych hospital. Like this is real <laughs> shit that happens. I did a yeah. show in D.C. once, and this girl afterwards told me all about. Did I ever say this on the show? Where after the show in D.C. I mentioned UFOs on stage because I'm trying to do a joke about it, and and um, this girl comes up. She goes, "Well, I'll tell you, my dad worked for like one of those like you know military supply companies, like Grumman, not Grumman, but one of those types." And she goes, he used to have to go to these things in the desert, and you could ask him any question you wanted. But when it came to those trips to the desert, he would yell at you if you talked to him about it. And when, he, when we were kids, we would ask – when we were kids, she goes, listen to this. She goes, when we, this, there's a million stories like this. And she goes, when we were kids, we would ask my dad, do you believe in God? And he'd say yes. Then when he got older, a little bit older, after these jobs, he goes, do you believe in God? And he goes, God didn't create everything that's out there. Would literally say that. Huh. Now, those are the stories that I believe. Because I'm like, why would that? This is, and I go, was he like a guy who played pranks on you? She goes, no, not at all. He was not a <laughs> not a funny pranks. guy. Pranks about that God. was your follow up. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Like, with joke around, not pranks, <laughs> but joke around. You know. So either that I or you believe. had a second family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me about my trips to the desert. <laughs> That's probably just what it was. Yeah, probably just cheating on the mom, and he's like, "They're like, oh, it's a spaceship." You all can't right. ask aliens. about his special trips <laughs> right. to the desert. Aliens, no questions whatsoever. Aliens are a great cover for your second family. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Because they, they see you with people like, no, 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 those were aliens. He always comes back. Yeah, yeah. He's a little different. It's very strange. You just yeah. lie about your PTSD. <laughs> yeah. You're just fucking some other woman across town. <laughs> he comes back really relaxed. Yeah. He's never even tan. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway. So first man, and then just now before the show, we watched uh, the trailer for Ooh, yeah. Star Wars episode nine. Rise, episode nine, Rise of the Skywalker. Um, this is the f- final one of this whole like universe. No of- more Star Wars movies. Well, no, well, no. Here's the thing. I think what happened. Talk about politics in Hollywood. Han, the Han Solo movie ruined it. You ruined it. You fucked it up for everybody. The Han Solo movie made them pull back. They stopped production on the Boba Fett and one of the other ones. Why? Well, I like Solo. We so saw it together. I. Yep. So did I. But I. But uh, it didn't do well at all, and people huh. didn't like. It got panned. But I actually liked it. I thought so it was did good. I. I yeah. enjoyed it. I thought it was but good. the solo movie. So in the in the original trilogy, Han Solo is like thirty two, and then in this, it's like what four years ago. Uh, uh, dude, I'm not the greatest Star Wars guy to know yeah. how everything lines up. Wait, no. What do you mean? In the original trilogy, he's thirty two. And then the the prequel, how old is is he supposed to be? In no, the prequel? I think he's supposed to be twenty five, twenty six in the prequel. Yeah. yeah, I think it's probably about ten years before all the action from the original three. Yeah, yeah it's got to be because yeah. he looks about yeah, he looks like a young guy. But you know, the best thing about Star Wars is that like it kind of looks like shit, and they're never gonna yeah. make they're never gonna make a they should they should just make a Star Wars like that where it's where it looks like garbage, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they film it on the same cameras that they used. Well, to be honest, man, I, puppets. I think the first J.J. <laughs> Abrams one kind of did like an updated version of that. I think they kind of brought yeah. it back to like yeah. the puppetry and using they effects did, yeah. but not making it like they were using effects but it looked too like clean I mean they'll and never yeah. do it but they no. should do well, it well no but when yeah. they when, when they redid it uh, the original first three they it looked way too new and off remember yeah. like they added like new yeah. kind of like background yeah. characters every effect that was developed like, yeah you're like this yeah. doesn't feel right at all they used like 2002 era CGI yeah 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 it yeah. doesn't look very good yeah, it didn't look good at all and, and also I, I think the J.J. Abrams ones George Lucas, that's what he probably would have wanted to do. Like, right. well, I, but maybe not. I don't know. Maybe. But I think I, also, I mean, people used to get shit all over those, those, the, the, the second three. 
I used oh, to the get prequels? mad. The pre- the prequels. I used to get mad because I'd be like, "Well, he's making them for kids." Like, like Jar Jar Banks. Like, it's not for you. You're thirty at this point. Like, it's not for you. It's, it is supposed to be for yeah, kids. Yeah, but if my kid liked Jar Jar Banks, it's, it's time to start. <laughs> it's time to make another one. <laughs> Daddy, there's this great character. His name's Jar Jar Banks. Like, Jesus Christ! I man. have no son. <laughs> so, what do you think of the trailer, though? It looks cool, but, you know, I don't get excited for this stuff because, like, I, I was disappointed by Force Awakens and I really liked Last Jedi. And I feel like they're just going to make whatever movie that, I like – I the same way. It's such See, a I big thought, – Yeah, but I think I'm wondering now that this seems they're going to have some more finality to it, it might be really good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I was under the impression that when they but bought getting it, excited paid... about movies is for children. And for giant man children who have no kids. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're going to let film. you down, I think. <laughs> what did you say? It's, pro- it's probably going to let you down, or it's going to be good. So I just try to yeah, go yeah, to the yeah. movie with like with no expectations. Totally. But uh, to be honest... I was actually not- thinking about this today, that like the for- like Force Awakens was kind of like just a re... A re uh, That's the first one back, right? This is the first one back. I'm so the same was, exact- I actually thought it was great. Everybody, did- I'm the same way as Mike, and yeah. I always got shit on for it. I was like, I kind of like The Last Jedi better than Force Awakens. Force Awakens didn't like- really, yeah, it didn't. I, and then Last the Jedi man. was cool because they kind of they took some liberties with it. They Last Jedi was risk. great. It wasn't I really like Solo. I like Last Jedi as well. And then people are mad at Last Jedi because they're like, the lightsabers don't touch. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, if you're good, if you're mad about that, if that's what makes you mad, I'm glad you're disappointed. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but then also, Force Awakens, I'll tell you why it was good. Because that's what everybody was complaining about about the other ones. And for years, they're going to fuck it up. It's going to be nothing like – it's not going to re- recapture that same magic from the first ones. And it fucking did. It looked like a like – a like as far as like technology wise, it was a better version of the first ones, and story wise, but still kind of keeping their own story. I don't mind that they did a, a, a recreation of one of the first plot lines because that's what people wanted. So I think to give them that first, almost to reintroduce you to the universe or the world of it, I think it was totally fine. And then they kind of took some liberties after a while, and they had um, when everybody got mad about uh, Skywalker at the end being able to transport himself. I'm like, I don't care about that either. I'm like, yeah. that's like that kind of makes sense. Like he, like that's why he's off. He was off in he's that. Conclusion. Yeah, exactly. That, like that, that, I was totally fine with that shit, yeah. but I didn't mind the beginning either because I'm like, it's a reintroduction, and it was good people, and also it brought, you brought back Han and and Leia. I like. I like when movies disappoint me like life. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but uh, this trailer, the one I think two things pop up for people. Why, there's probably other ones people who really scrutinize it, but two things pop up: the title "Rise of the, Sky- Rise of the Skywalker." Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because they don't. She's not known as a Skywalker yet. Yeah. Is she a Skywalker? You think that's the reveal? I don't think it's that easy. I don't think it's that easy. Yeah. I think the new Jedi's are Skywalkers. That yeah. might be it. Well, well also in Dango, the huge credit, hug with uh, Leia. At the end of the trailer, she's in this like a big embrace right. of who? Her and Leia. Yes, right. But that doesn't mean that she's. But I'm her saying daughter. that's also in. in could but be a totally huge implication. Could be. But that would be the, fr- the fr- where everybody's brain goes first. Is like, yeah. oh, she's her daughter, and then the laugh. And they then the used, laugh. Uh, they used Carrie Fisher's corpse to film that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they uh, that laugh. Uh, and who do you think it was, Mike? Oh, it sounded like Palpatine. Now, I think it was, how I is think that it's possible? Vincent Price. What? <laughs> It's a thriller video. <laughs> Michael Jackson's the villain at the end of this. They also use this corpse. <laughs> they have Darth Vader again. It's just Michael Jackson <laughs> on the mask. It just becomes. They just. The last hour of this movie is just an hour from from the fucking documentary. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just, like a weird turn. It's just Wade Robson like <laughs> yeah. fighting Michael Jackson. The last battle. Great. <laughs> Talk about a rise. A, da- a dance battle. A, a dance battle. Walker. He's got a dance battle. Michael Jackson. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> He's got a dance. 
Rise of the Moonwalkers. Rise of the Moonwalkers. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Somebody make that. This catch, Rise of the Moonwalker. Wade Robson versus Michael Jackson at Dance Off. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's fucking hilarious. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know what that means that it's Palpatine's laugh at the end i think that because i don't like people like coming I, back to life that that bother i, I don't think it'll be, be kylo the ren take going jumping completely dark or yeah i don't think he's gonna so you don't back. think it's his but you think it's kylo ren's voice it could be fan theory or it's one of those things where it's like the way that palpatine died was he just was thrown down that thing right yeah. so it's like does his energy turn into something else that, yeah you really that's been, take a lot of do you know the theory about jar jar binks being like a sith lord mm-hmm. <laughs> no yeah yeah, because he's they like, say he's like a mastermind. They, they say there's moments, back. there's moments God. where he's like amazing at fighting during the movie, right? Or something like that, yeah. something weird. Yeah, where yeah. he like, and, and they think that they, he has a certain type of fighting, like drunken fighting Drunkenness style. Fighting style, but yeah. they, but it's made to look like he's goofy, but he's actually like, like one of the most powerful Jedi. Yeah. and then he like becomes a senator somehow. Yes, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> well, they have, they have. Um, is that him that becomes a senator? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah, in, in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, that's right. Um, anyway. Full Let's 180 here. Full 180. We're going from fantasy to real life with Bobby De Niro. Defend mm. your De Niro. Defend your De Niro. This is the part of the podcast we like to call... The Meats and the Potatoes. The Meats and the Potatoes. We really Irish it up for this, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> uh, so what we had was, you know, we, we had a De Niro movie last week that was defended, Midnight Run, which is one of my favorites, and is in my top five of De Niro movies. And we figure we go back and de- try to defend our favorite De Niro movie, which really is just a, a conversation to talk about how good Robert De Niro is and what he's done. I'll, but I'll tell you, good and uh, bad. Our pro- that's our not, lo- not our, hold out. There is some bad. There's some bad. Oh, there's absolutely some bad. Uh, our our buddy and our producer Alex did us the, the the huge favor of printing out the list of all the De Niro movies, and it's funny before you get to his like. You know, the world of Scorsese, he's done 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. He did 12, 12 films. Now, some of these might have been student films. One's a short film. One's he's uncredited. But still, he was in 12 movies before he got to that world. Got to pay your dues, that kind of That kind of propelled him into, like, who he who he was for like 30 years and now I guess he's more you know kind of a grandpa vibe whatever it is and I think he's just kind of paying the bills but like um, so it's funny to me and some of them I actually have heard of uh, and one of them was a Brian De Palma movie it was uh, The Wedding Party which I think was like an early Brian De Palma movie that I, I never saw but I've heard of do you know any of these? Blood, Bloody Mama which sounds like a horror movie Hi Mom was directed by once thought, again Brian De Palma right. I think he was used a lot in early I, Brian De Palma Hi Mom movie. was a sequel to Greetings I think Yes. Greetings was his first movie. Yes, Greetings, yes. And then Jennifer on My Mind in like 1967 uh, maybe or 1971. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He yeah. played Martin Martin Jennifer on My Mind. Did you watch that? Uh that th- they showed a clip of it one time at some like De Niro tribute. Yeah, and, and is it one of those things where you watch it and you're like, "Oh yeah, it's just a terrible old 70s movie." Well, I was going to yeah. say Racine has a Rain Man like knowledge of De Niro movies. Yeah, well, I think you're a huge it. fan. Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah, well you have to be. If you're like if you're Italian like Racine. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but in my family we didn't like him as much cuz of his uh <laughs> taste <Christ>. for <laughs> Well, my grandmother I got not everybody knows me. <laughs> so I I like rebelled against my family. <laughs> That's how I rebelled. I was a big De Niro fan. 
I was like, he's a great actor. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm moving to New York. I'm getting out of this shit old town. <laughs> it's a half hour away. That's <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. But then, so the first one, I would say that gets him to be like, De Niro, De Niro's Mean Streets, which is yeah. Scorsese. Yeah. And did you guys ever see Mean Streets? I've course, tried to watch it 10. twice. I can't get through it. Really? You know, I love like it. it. Yeah, but it's, I should it's, try. You love it? I love Mean Streets. You love Mean Streets? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But do you, I see it as like a, it's a starter Goodfellas. It's like a, 100%. It's a baby's first Goodfellas. But you know what it is, too? It's I love, and I know that I love that Lower East Side, like the guys at the bar. I know guys like that. It's like they're at their local every night, and it's just well, it's I, ha- like Mink. Yeah, I mean, I love, and I know guys like that. That's a great... Uh, Point because that's also a thing on tape that you'll never see again. It's gone. What? That all that all, like there's still old man bars. Those guys hanging out those bars, but th- that little Italy world yeah, that, f- that they're running yeah, around that. in that used to be a huge thing in New York, and now it's relegated to like one like right. three three uh, building block. Like it's it's Mott Street, and that's it. I think so. It's kind of interesting to have if you want to see like it's almost like a time capsule at this point. If you want to see like old it's a, yeah, New York, great. check it out. But I know what you mean, like, old guys in bars like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, do you remember the first time you went, did you, what was the first time you went to a bar? Was it with your dad or no? No. Was the first time you went to a bar with your dad? No. My, the first time I went to a bar, it wasn't me and my dad going to drink. It was, I was little, and we had to use the bathroom at a bar. <laughs> and I didn't even, I, I, my dad didn't drink a lot. So I, 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 I went to use the bathroom, and he got, he grabbed a beer. And I never, never see, would never see my dad drink. And I didn't understand the concept of getting a drink and leaving your money on the bar. And that used to be more prevalent. You, you know, right, you just right. get a drink and you leave money on the bar. And then the, the tips were taken out as you're drinking. And I, the way it was, the way the money was situated, it looks like, it, was, it looked like it was the guy's next to him's money. So we were leaving. I go, oh, I'm ready. We can go. He's like, all right. And he downed his beer and he grabbed the money. I go, you just took the guy's money. <laughs> I freaked out. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, no, it was my, relax. It was, it was my cash. But I'll never forget it because I was like, bars were already a weird for, place for me to be. I was probably like yeah. 10 or something or 11. Yeah. And we this were coming back. What? Sorry, because it's making me think of that that movie, The Pope of Greenwich Village, with with Mickey yeah. Rourke. Another like one a, that's same yeah. kind of. Yeah. But, but he's like a he's like a struggling. It shows you how much New York has changed because he's like a struggling like restaurant manager, and then he lives on like Carmine Street in like a, in like a one bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. When because yeah, yeah. The, the city was I gotta so, get out of the shithole that I live in. Because the yeah. city was so dangerous. Yeah. But it was so much cooler looking and so much there was actual personality to the city. God, like two, Eric that, Roberts is so fucking annoying in that movie. It's <laughs> yeah, unbearable almost. Yeah, I thought it was like interesting those choices. I mean, that's, you would never see a performance like that. No, I uh, think it's actually now. it's usually when a guy does a really good job. I sometimes go, man, I ha- yeah. hate him so much. Yeah, that's yeah. how I know he's doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> it probably rings true. No, yeah, but you mean like sometimes they pull it off, sometimes they don't. Like yeah, sometimes like, they just yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like you I mean it's such an odd, odd choice of acting. Yeah, it's usually if I'm like, man, I really fucking hate this guy's character. It's probably because he's doing a really good job yeah. of becoming the character. You know what I mean? Absolutely right. But I, you're right. There's a ton of movies like that that are like, hey, if you want to look, know what? There's like that in in between thing of like, you know, when we were growing up, you had like Once Upon a Time in America, and they had like they had the New York scenes in that, which was like, or The Godfather was like they had a lot of like old school New York, what New York looked like in that. But then when you and it's now, surprisingly the similar 70s, at the same time, like it, it kind of looks, it does yeah. look the same. But there's like it just feels different. It just feels like more, more exact. like seedier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And now you like New York. I don't know how you describe it now, but like it's too much. It's too. It's yeah. just you know, there's way more people. Um, it doesn't have that. Like you're not walking up and down. 
the street and you're like, oh, that's, you know, how many times you walk up down the street and you're like, oh, that's a New York thing. Like, yeah. I, yeah, now yeah, I just, yeah. now everybody is just has, is it's from all somewhere sweet else. Sweet greens and, uh, yeah, yeah. It's sweet greens <laughs> and it's people, you hear either Midwestern accents or you hear like French accents or yeah. people talking in French. And then, and today, one thing that happened to me today, I was watching the local news and the lady called, they're just talking about raccoons, uh, she talked about r- r- raccoons and she called them raccoons uh-huh. on a New York, Local news broadcast. She called it raccoons. And that's like a that's like a Midwestern thing. I think so. Yeah. I, it's I I've never heard anybody growing up saying it. Yeah. How do you say it? Raccoon. Raccoons. Raccoons. Raccoon. Not raccoon. Raccoon. Yeah. No. Raccoon. Raccoon. That's a big thing. New York local news. Yeah. So it's just now it's just become a transplant city, which is you know the biggest city in the world. I think Sean's got dementia. It's UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> pronunciation of raccoons. <laughs> So listen to this. The one, one interesting part about this list, he goes from Mean Streets, dude, to Godfather Part 2. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Talk about that jump in production <laughs> production scale. Now, granted, it must have not, not been that bad because he only played you know half the movie. And right, was, right. It was his, all his shots were New York for the most. Oh, no, he had those Italy shots, too. So, but, um, but it's funny to me that you went, he goes from this, like, this local Italian story to this grandiose, yeah. like, just epic fucking Italian story, um, both based in New York, uh, and Italy. Um, but yeah, and then he goes to Taxi Driver. Yeah, see, the, 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 oh my God, the level just goes up and up. So you got Taxi Driver, and then it goes to, to 1900, which I never saw. The mm. Last Tycoon, which I tried to watch, which I couldn't get into. New York, New York. Uh, that's a Scorsese movie that people liked at the time, I think, but nobody talks about anymore. Yeah, he it's plays like bomb. A, a saxophone player. Yeah, saxophone player. Uh, the Deer Hunter, Deer which was fucking crazy. It's a Michael Camino movie. Uh, the I'm Swap, gonna... which I've never heard of. Have you heard of that? The Swap, Raging Bull, which I might defend. That might be my. Don't say number one. Yeah. What do you mean? Don't say number one. It's just really your number one's in Euro. I don't know, man. I'll tell you right now. Like, I, I have different reasons. I try. I was trying to pick like, like obscure ones, not obscure ones. That's not that obscure. Well, I made a top. T- all right. Yeah. Let me let me let me hear your top ten, and then I'll, right. I'll tell you what I think. Uh, and so, will Michael. Top ten is kind of a weird one. It's a little off the grid, but uh, it's Wag the Dog, which is a really kind it's of a it's a political movie. movie yeah. and it's really kind of the first time, or at least one of the earlier movies, where you saw like. Oh yeah, the government just kind of controls everything, and we just don't really right. know half of what we're seeing. You know what I mean? And then uh, it's you know him and Dustin Hoffman, Dennis well, Leary. It's a it's a good movie. Well, there's that great scene where she goes, "How close are you to this?" Yeah. And then he picks up the phone and he goes, "Have them say this," and they say it on the, <laughs> right, on right, the right, press right, conference. Right. That's a cool scene. Yeah. But do you think it kind of loses its uh, where we're living now with what's yeah, going on with Trump? Of course, a it little bit. It's panache a little bit because I think people like that narrative that like, oh, the government and all this like shit. But but I don't think that exists. I think the world is too big. I think that it exists to a certain level. I think there's I think there's attempts. Uh, to Agreed. do what they do in the movie, but okay. I think you're right. I think it can't exist fully because but that's the why you fact have that Trump can just yeah stumble his way into well, like being the, president. The fact that you had Snowden, that's proof mm-hmm. that it does. That that that's true. Uh, yeah, and and then if you want to go back into UFOs, we'll go back into UFOs. But mm-hmm. but that's not them covering up. I think it's I think it's a civil service attempt. My dad used to talk about this thing called civil service mentality. It was like the, that's not my job mentality. So it's mm-hmm. almost like these people that. They're only doing enough that's just their job. So they're like, hey, I'll help you with this cover-up up until a certain point. Yeah, yeah. But then at some some point, there's going to be like an Edward Snowden that's like, no, they're tapped into your phones, and they can just they can just look you up whenever they want to. Yeah. So it does happen, but I think it's always there's always going to be variables, I think. There's always going to be a point of like, they can't, you're right, it's too big. They can't control everything. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your number nine? My number nine is, where's number nine? A Bronx Tale. 
Which you almost, about his, as his performances, I guess if you have ten movies, it's I, yeah. I was thinking of more of just the Nero movies. I know it's not really his movie at all. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, but as far as performance goes, it's kind of a basic performance. I, I, uh, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't basing it on performance. Oh, I was oh, just oh. going to Nero movies that I enjoy. Oh, that you enjoy. Okay, yeah. I thought you meant like performance wise, because then I would agree that probably Bridging Bull would have to be number one if you're going purely on performance. I'm going my favorite De Niro movies. I'll tell you right now, if you Not want to go against the grain De Niro, one of the things I was thinking about going for the last couple was Awakenings. Really? It's, well, because it's yeah. so different that's from what he... One. Yeah, I did a, a monologue one. from that for my acting class. When I was <laughs> Awakenings? Yeah. Did you really? Do you remember it? Yeah, where he's like, you know... <laughs> like when he's kind of yeah. stuttering and stuff. Because that's how you're a genius if you're an actor, if you play mentally. Right, right. right. So you right. thought you were getting an Oscar from just yeah, that yeah. class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what are the ones you throw in there? Uh, number eight is Cape Fear. Oh, that's great. That's a uh, bad. Isn't it great? I, I, it's yeah. Great eight. Wait, so, so De Stefano was telling me that when he shot his pilot, uh, Chaz Palminteri played his dad, and he yeah. said that Chaz Palminteri was like, he said something about how he was like, yeah, how come you know when you call up places you can push two for Spanish? He's like, I called my congressman about that, and I was like, <laughs> we got to change this law. And just imagine being some congressman, and they're like, uh, Chaz Palminteri is online for <laughs> Listen to his, you know, old man babbling. <laughs> was he in Cape Fear in Chess Day? No, he's no, no, no. Oh, Bronxdale. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Which no, I think he wrote her. I think he wrote the play. Wrote yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote the play, and he and they put it on as a play. And then De Niro bankrolled the movie. I guess I think he might have bankrolled the play. To be honest, too. Yeah. Um, I think it's. I like Bronxdale a lot. I, I enjoy it, but but I'm just saying, as far as De Niro's part, uh, I just think it's like there's so much more I th- that, that he's done. What's your next one? Oh, I kind of fucked up my list. You're going to get 11 from me. Okay, okay. whatever. <laughs> uh, to number seven, King of Comedy. Yeah, I would put that. I would put that in my top five. Really? I put. That, I would put Awakenings in that my top five. Goodfellas in my top there's five. There's a lot you're Raging not thinking Bowl. of, I don't think. Like what else? top five gets small real quick. Well, uh, number six is Mean Streets. I don't put that performance in any I like, Again, I wasn't doing it performance-based. Oh well, I would I would do it. All right. So as far as movies that I enjoy, no, that would still be down the list for me. I like it, but I like it because it's like uh, it's a Scorsese. I watched it after all the other Scorsese movies I watched. So like I probably probably didn't see Mean Streets until after I saw Casino. Yeah. You know? So yeah. Uh, it, it, when you watch it, you're like, oh, it's like it's like if you like, it's like if you watched all the Wes Anderson movies now, right? And then you watched Bottle Rocket. Like, I just watched Bottle Rocket again. Yesterday. Did you? Yeah, for the first time we, in we, years. We just talked about it. I know that's why it, I went. Yeah, I should watch it again. It's, you can watch it free on Crackle. It's so good. Um, but you that's know what I'm saying? Six B. Yes, it's I do. almost like it's almost like you're seeing an element. It's like you're watching one element out of a formula that he used later on. Uh huh. Let know? me let me guess. What, I'm gonna write down what I think your number one's gonna be. Okay. This is that'll be good. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, my let's say six B, uh, Deer Hunter. That's a really it's, good. It's, one. A, it's such it's a heavy intense. watch. It's so heavy. But there's a lot of good scenes between him and Walken, and then like the whole him like going back to fucking find Walken again, and then you know the whole just the Russian roulette stuff is you know, insane. It's a little. It's way too long. It, I don't think it has to be that long as it is. They spend so much time in the beginning, like in the wedding scene alone. Yeah, it's just like it's a long we can cut that shit out. Yeah, some of that, uh, you know. But but he's great. great he's rating it, and it's, it's it, you want to talk about heavy? That's a heavy fucking movie. Real heavy. Um, number the, the three bullets in the gun scene is pretty crazy, pretty intense. Yeah, show him, Nikki. Uh, let's see number you, five. I know what this One, is going to be. Two, three, four, five. I know. I bet you I know. All right, you guess them. Heat. No. No? 
Heat doesn't even make my list. Really? No. See, Heat, I think he's the best part of Heat. He could be. I'm just not a huge Heat fan. I'm not a huge Heat fan either, but if I want to watch it, I'll watch it for him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, I think that's the best, one of the best qualities of that movie. Because that movie's like, we were actually going to do Heat versus something else, weren't we? We were going to do, uh... uh... I cannot remember. Yeah, Heat, heat versus I think uh, is a chef. Super... Heat versus Chef with John Favreau. <laughs> They both have heat. Yeah. They both got heat. That's true. Uh, but heat, <laughs> I think heat's an overrated movie. I really I do. I agree. I think it's very overrated. I think that the robbery scene is, is badass. Like, the logistics of how to shoot that's badass. The conversation at the diner, I think, is probably the only time you're ever going to get, like, a really cool scene between them, unless this Netflix movie that's coming out called The Irishman has oh, something between them. so excited. Which I feel like, I feel like that might, you want I feel like Mike, when it comes to this movie, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to get my hopes up. Like, and you say I don't get my hopes up about movies anymore. Yeah. I have to stop because I don't know how this. it's going to be. I know. I know. Because you look it's got at me, all the elements. It's got all the elements to be great, but it's, but it might be great. It might be great. All right. Also, when something has Netflix on it, I'm like, uh, I, I like going to the movies. I want to go to the I movies. I think they've done okay, though. There's been a, yeah. I don't think that no, has. No, no, a, no, no. It's not, I, I'm not I know saying you they make bad movies. movies I just yeah, like yeah, going yeah. to the movies. I get it. Yeah. Top five. Oh, sorry. Jeff Paul was in that movie, right? The yeah. Movie? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sebastian's in it. I we think. watched that movie. We're like, <laughs> they're like, De Niro's like, hey, someone's waving his dick in front of the club again. <laughs> Just some embarrassing role. <laughs> He's like, did you watch me? Did you guys watch me in the movie? <laughs> we saw you. He plays a pedophile. They throw up the building or something. <laughs> Have you ever talked about that? He does someone- a lot of acting, Jeff Paul. Does he? Yeah, he's like, I'm playing this and this. I, he makes all these announcements. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're tiny roles, but, but he must be a good somebody, actor. Yeah, but someone with like with his look and his age, like, you know. That's oh, perfect, for I guess. Him, yeah. yeah, yeah. You just got to stay in the pocket. I did a show for him in Jersey. Was that me and you? Did you do that one? Maybe. When it was outside for that festival thing? Yeah. Rich Boss was on it. Yeah, I think so. Oh, my God. It was not great. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, we had a good time, but it was not was great. Was that a little arena thing? Yes, yeah. yeah. I think. I had fun. Didn't we do it that the same year? Maybe. I think we might have, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Top five. Top five. Here we go. Number five, okay. Casino. Uh, yeah, okay. I, yeah. No, I, I mean, that's his movie. It's, it's Rothstein. Yeah. The only thing that throws me off about that one is that apparently he's not – that's not how the actual person was. That doesn't matter for the movie. Yeah. I have a feeling that the, the actual Ace Rothstein was way, way more. You can say that about almost, you know. I don't, oh, think, I don't, I don't movies, think Billy yeah. Bean was Brad Pitt either. You know what I mean? Like, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. What's number four? Number four is Taxi Driver. Yes, this is huge. This is a big one. Yeah, I think absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think this is a like this is like a. It's a, gr- a really good job playing a creep. Like a really good job. Yeah, I mean Travis Bickle is a yeah legendary iconic role. And also, once again, you want to talk about how, like, it wasn't just showing you the old, like, Mean Street showed you how old New York old New York was. That showed you how old New York could drive you fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're dealing with just, like, like basically hell, like, driving through hell, like, every night and just watching the drip. Like, that's why you don't have that anymore here. It was so funny yeah. because, every, you know, you, you, you're sad that that stuff happened, but you're also, like... But that's what what you happens have to live now. through it. Yeah, you have to live through. It. Yeah, but that's what happens now. Like this city was built on that stuff. Like like yeah. well, that's for years. That's why you know. And a lot of people you talk to who have lived through it because it just it does it gets romanticized. You know, for people like me, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, I wish I missed like old New York. I love East Village. People are like, yeah, but it was awful. Awful. 
Like it was dangerous. Well, it, everybody was broke. There was drugs rampant. It was cry. It was not great. Even if you see some of the shots from, I'm like, yeah, but the Clash. <laughs> even YouTube. Look at some of the shots in like the seventies and even late sixties. You'll just see like when they have the garbage strikes and stuff, and the, the garbage yeah. is piled up on the street. I'm like, the city uh, was literally bankrupt. City was bankrupt. Yeah, it was got really, uh, no federal funding. Yeah, my dad. I probably talked about that. My dad was a cop right before that. The, the, the layoff happened. There was a. That's why the city was so dangerous because the city was bankrupt. There was a huge layoff of. Cops. Yeah, yeah. He got laid off and had to go do a bunch of other jobs and then went back into it but went into corrections. Right. So he was only a cop for like a year and a half before they laid him off. And there, he did have an opportunity to go back, but he never went back. Right, right, right. But that's when they got money again. But at that point, it was the city was fucked. Beyond yeah. fucked. So that's the thing. It's like the thing everybody thinks is so great now. It was great looking back for people. Yeah. But you know it was saved, way. You know who saved it? <laughs> Giuliani? <laughs> <laughs> Big foul at the end of that name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, but also, um, there is a thing of, uh, but when you want to talk about how cool New York is, like, that, it's all based off these movies and this stuff like this. Like, that's, you're, if you're looking at it from afar, it looks way cooler. You have to live in it. Yeah, of course. And also, like that's why, like, when I was younger, man, like, I would come into the city, I'd be like, you could tell, you were like, oh, uh, this seemed kind of shady. Absolutely. I go to Knicks yeah. games and stuff, you'd be yeah, like, yeah. Even when I was 19, totally. I, I, I told that story once. My buddy goes, don't go past First Avenue on the L train, which yeah. is Bedford now in one of the richest parts of the city. <laughs> and when I was one, that was 20 years ago. That wasn't that long ago. No, not so, but it makes, but all this stuff, all these movies that are made about it, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have made movies if the city was like right. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember that, like coming in the city in like the early 90s to go to like Rockefeller Center and being a kid, and but it felt a little dangerous. Absolutely. Felt, same thing. You, you could smell it, right? You I could, loved, love, it was an event, it was like a little scary because I'm a little old, but like in their mid 80s, we would, my parents would take me to a show or like, Coming from Jersey, we'd just like come, you know, for a restaurant or like a birthday party or something. Yeah. My dad would come if we're driving, come up to a stoplight. My dad lock the doors, roll up the windows, right? Put Absolutely. Your wallet it's in your it's front really pocket. hard to imagine that though. Now I I can't imagine like no. not feeling safe. Oh no, oh, no. The other day I pulled over. I I I thought I lost cash. I pulled out my my cash and counted it on the street. Yeah. <laughs> and nothing happened. Nobody said a thing to me. Nobody <laughs> grabbed it. Nothing. No. Top but, three. But 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 my point being, I already yeah, yeah. said. You wouldn't make the movies that were made then about the city now. Like it's too boring of a fucking city <laughs> yeah. to right, make right, it right, now. Right. You're not gonna make a movie like right hey, now. How about that city? All those rich people. Now <laughs> you have to set your movie in like the Midwest or something. You like, set uh, it into a, like, or like look at Hello High Water that we were talking about yeah, before. Texas, Depressed. Yeah. Uh, was that a West Texas or a South Texas mm-hmm. yeah. town? Like yeah. they people like desperation is desperation what fuels bleak, yeah. art. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, very, the, that was very poignant for me to say. Top three. I think <laughs> you could like probably. Guess at this point, so I'll let you guys have a, a stab at the well, order. Goodfellas, not my number three. Goodfellas, well, I would number say two. Godfather Two's in there. Godfather I thought Taxi Driver was going to be number one. Godfather, no, Godfather Two is my number two. Bad R- Grandpa, Raging Bull, number three. Yeah. <laughs> Meet the Fockers. <laughs> um, what? I'm kidding, oh. asshole. Come on, I can't believe you actually. I wonder if no. you threw an older one in there though. Uh, number three is Raging Bull. Okay. Okay. So why was it so crazy that my number number one would be I Raging just didn't Bull? think uh, you could beat Raging uh, Goodfellas or Part Two. Personally, I. You know what? My one, I'll, I'll take it back. And again, my one, my one would be Goodfellas. My two would be Raging Bull. Okay. And again, we were going on. You were going on performance. I was just going on. Oh, what to movie. watch? So yeah, Goodfellas for me is number one. Oh. Uh, yeah, what to watch? I'd probably still keep it on the same. Actually, no, it might be something else. If it was what to watch, 
Oh, maybe you know what? I'm sorry. Number two would be Midnight Run if it's what to watch. Yeah. All right. My, 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 my number one would be Goodfellas, hands down. Now that I think about it, yeah. as far as like him and that, you really can't. Uh, he's so badass in that. I could maybe switch part two and Raging Bull if we're because you know. Yeah, I mean, and then I would. But, two, so yeah, as far times. as like fun to watch, but as far as performance goes, I think Raging Bull is like one of the best things. That he did. That's probably his best performance as an actor, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, that or that movie never did much for me. Raging Bull. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought it was. Um... I've seen Taxi Driver about thirty times. Yeah. Though. Oh really? <laughs> well, I'm not shocked there. Yeah. Uh, I would say got me through high school. <laughs> but I think, but I think what happens is when you sit down, you and you, if, you, if we didn't have this list or you didn't have make your list, I think you would sit down and go, "Oh, Goodfellas," and or Godfather Two, or but like even Godfather Two, I think the fact that it's a sequel and the fact that he's playing a character that was already played by another actor. It kind of muddies it up for me a little bit. Like I know he did a fa- he did an awesome job, but even the performance on that, it's fun to watch that movie and have him in it. But even that is like it's just a very soft spoken. Like there's not much to there's not much meat to it. Like there's a lot of meat to the Goodfellas role, there's a lot of meat to the Aging Bull role. There's a lot of meat to Taxi Driver because of how fucked up he is. It's almost like the more, but also the more you realize how versatile. Wait, there's not meat to Godfather too. His I think performance? there's a lot of meat to that character. His performance? Yeah, he's, he's got a young family. I, he's trying to provide. He's, you know, I think it's become more like a backstory. I think it's like a flashback. Also, it's called Bolognese for the... What, what? <laughs> um, what you call Yeah, the Bolognese and... Uh, and I don't know what Italian No, but it's are. the roots of Vito. I think there's yeah. a lot more to that that you right. got to unpack. That's what I'm saying. It's the roots of another it's character. The roots of the whole... So he's, he's trying to play... Like his early version of Brando, almost he by does, doing that. Yeah, he does. The, he does you know, the thing. Like, he has a soft-spoken voice. It, it, he's still his own, but as far as a whole career goes, to be honest, he's way more. I don't know. Diverse. Man. There's a lot of good scenes with him. He's speaking a Sicilian Italian, yeah. which is like a very hard dialect too to get it down really naturally. Don't like get that. me wrong; it's still that great. Good. I just doesn't stand out for me as far as like when I look at him in a movie and I'm like, oh, he, where he owns the movie. It's so much fun to watch, and the acting's unbelievable. I, there's other ones that yeah, pop out. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you were going on performance. I, I think you could go both categories. I think okay. fun to watch. I think I thought we were going <laughs> performance because it was an acting thing, but like. Uh, but fun to watch. Even I wouldn't put Godfather Two as far in, in there. It's funny now. He's had such a long career. We could probably do another whole top ten list of shit I hate that he's done. Well, he, there's Which so much. So, I, there's so many things like, I just what won't are you watch. Doing, bad grandpa, you know, or dirty. Well, look at this. Well, even after Goodfellas, you know, we have Awakenings is in there for me. It's probably in in, in my five for him. Yeah. Guilty by you have a lot of eighty stuff. Guilty by suspicion. Then you have a lot of like regular acting things, like Backdraft, where he ends up being the he ends up being the bad guy in that. Right? Wasn't that him? He ends up being the the arsonist. I admit well, no, 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 that I've only seen Backdraft once, and it was so many years ago. It's it's a good movie, but it's it's like it, it doesn't hold up. Nobody's like talking about Backdraft. What about Copland, I never saw. Copland is not as bad as I think people. Copland's fantastic. For. Oh, there you go, Copland. You Shit. blew it. Yeah, yeah. You had a chance to be a real cop, and you blew it. <laughs> you blew it. Uh, oh, Alex, can you bring that up for the? <laughs> there, that might you might get that scene. Just right. Just so you, you type in Copland, you blew it. We'll you play that. We'll play it at the end of the thing. You had a chance to be real cop, and you blew it. You blew it. <laughs> Mistress, I don't remember that. Don't night, know it. Night in the city. Uh, I, uh, it's Erwin Winkler. You, you know, what, I think. Oh, he's got a new book out, by the way, which uh, I would like to read. Erwin Winkler just does a random thing. Yeah, you know, a lot of like. I think Erwin Winkler was also a stage a stage director at one point. Okay. I think Mad Dog and Glory. Mad Dog Actually, and Glory. Actually, a great movie. Yeah. Great movie, but I wouldn't put it in my top five. But great movie, my top De Niro five. This boy's oh shit! I forgot about this boy's life. 
with him and DiCaprio. Uh, That's yeah. one of his best performances. It He's is. fucked up in that movie. Yeah. And also showing diversity. The thing about this, when you look at this his boy's whole... boy's life, he plays like an abusive stepdad. Abusive stepdad, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you look at his whole career, you realize, why was he just thought as the mafia guy? Because think about how much shit he's done, or in my eyes... The most I'm, memorable roles. Yeah. But you know what I mean, though? Like, look at all this shit that he's done that has nothing to do with uh, the Goodfellas. But Goodfellas well, is because just... Italians are the loudest. <laughs> uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, no, no, uh, no interest there. Casino, he's fantastic. And Heat, we talked about. Heat is the best part of 101 Nights. I don't remember. The Fan, he's actually, it's not the greatest movie. It's a Tony Scott movie. He's actually great in it, playing a creepy fan. Uh, sleepers is really Oswald good in. Movie? What? There's a Pat Oswalt movie. He plays like a one big a one big fan or something like that. Fan yeah, big fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never saw it. Um, sleepers is fantastic. Marvin's yeah, I never I saw. Forgot him. about sleepers. Copland's amazing. Jackie Brown. That's the thing I was gonna bring up. Oh, him right. and Jackie Brown. He plays like this hippie-ish. Uh, no, but overall, not like one of my favorite a Tarantino movies or just movies in general. I think Jackie Brown's. I think Jackie Brown's kind of cool movie. Yeah, that's what I feel like. It's more, I don't know. It's just not for me. But him in it, he plays like, you know, that's one of those things that like it, they, were, they were going against type with him in that. He was like more docile. He was kind of passive. He's like, you know, kind of dopey in it. Yeah. It's actually, if you watch him in interviews, it's really close to how he is in real life because right. he's so quiet. You watch the interview with him when they were interviewing I think I mentioned this a million times in the show, and if I did, I'm sorry. They're interviewing him about his relationship with Scorsese, and he's like, oh, you know, uh, you know, Marty, he's great. Yeah, he's great. And uh, he's my friend, and uh, he's great. And I'm like, motherfucker, you know this guy for 30 years. You can't <laughs> prepare a statement for him on this, like, AFI's top 100 people, like, whatever it is. Just to go back to uh, your criticism of uh, his performance in part two, he did win Best Sporting Actor. Oscar for that. Uh, be- well, only, that's only- Hollywood, baby. Uh, what yeah. can I tell you? That's what'd you say? That's the only time two actors have won Oscars for the same role. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, heard yeah. about that. that is. But that's it's. But it's Hollywood. I, I really think there's right. a lot of politics in there. If look, go and watch well, it again. He, and go- he was nominated for Taxi Driver. He was nominated for Deer Hunter. As best actor, best actor. Remember when Italians got work in this business? Yeah, he was on a roll. 77, 79, 81. He won for Raging Bull in 81. We got to write a show, a movie for Racine and Mike Vecchione. Uh, he won. For, he didn't win for Awakenings, but was nominated. Nominated for Cape Fear. Holy oh, man, he got fucking a lot of good. Actually, and then most recently, which we didn't bring up at all, because it's not really his night, his movie at all, is uh, Silver Linings Playbook. He was nominated for Supporting Actor. Yeah, he's he's kind of like a bad guy. Movie. I don't mind. He's kind of like a guy where it's like he's not in it for supporting actor for that movie. Yeah, and he's in it for ten seconds. Yeah, he's in it for he's a little for more. Longer. He's got that, that, that whole like where it's like OCT kind well, of side issue, which kind of stems into like Bradley Cooper's problems. And oh, no, 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 oh no, no, I'm sorry. No, Silver Linings Playbook. No, uh, I'm thinking of American Hustle, which I hate. I hate it too. Yeah, American uh, Hustle. They did that to be like, huh? Scorsese guy. We got one of the Scorsese yeah. guys with no, us. No, that's all those uh, David O. Russell films. Silver Linings Playbook is really good. At- yeah. yeah, you know it's, it's funny that that movie. Like I, I loved it the first time I saw it in theater. I saw it. I really liked it, and I saw it again, and I didn't like it as much. But I got really excited when that cameo um, came up. The ah, cameo. A lot of people did. I, I, yeah. I hated the movie so much. I, was, I, I could not care less. Yeah. I hate a movie that's like, hey, look at all these gorgeous people acting ugly. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, fuck you. Yeah. Um, and it's not. But you like the same, Yeah, but that's but not the same thing. Okay. Because so what are we saying here? Who won? Well, it's a I think personal Goodfellas. thing. I think is very subjective. I think maybe, maybe we could probably all agree on Goodfellas. I, Goodfellas I mean, would have to be the winner. It's I, my I, favorite. It's one of those things where you want movies you want to in my brain i want to go against that choice because the amount of times i've seen it and how but much we talk about it only 
promotes how much how you good love it is. Yeah, yeah I would I say know. Taxi Driver is the best performance because it's not. There's nothing really yeah. like it. Taxi Driver and Raging Bull is a hard choice. Like, when do you get to see someone like descend into mental illness? I, yeah, man, it's it might be pretty, Taxi Driver for me over Raging Bull. Just the whole like rare. by himself scenes, you yeah. know, which he does in Taxi Driver a lot. And I mean, in uh, Raging Bull, but it's not to the extent of like sociopathic yeah right yeah. just the and it seems you, i mean i know because i'm thinking of that scene where he's like watching like american bandstand he's he's resting his head on his uh 357 magnum yeah and and, and you can tell he's like yeah. sad he's sad he's and then sad the, and lonely crazy, and he just killed the guy when right at the very end when he's just doing the pew, pew yeah like that, it's, you know yeah just, it's fucked up yeah no, no they definitely, it shows it's great yeah it shows mental illness really well uh mike thanks for doing this dude thanks mike what would you like to plug my friend check out my podcast the sit down we talk about Crime. I've done yes. it. It's a really fun podcast. It, it segues very well into our Goodfellas. Thing. Absolutely. Uh, and what's your Twitter and your Instagram? Uh, at Mike Racine on Twitter, at, at Racine Mike on Instagram. And very cool. Andrew. Tomorrow I'll be headlining Laugh It Up at Poughkeepsie, New York, April 20th. Nice. And uh, um, on the road for the rest of April on the weekends uh, during the week. You can see me in the city. Uh, check out all my tour dates at andyfiori.com. And that's all my social media as well. And uh, I am at Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter. You can check me out there. I uh, I will be in Boston doing a couple of random uh, bar shows this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. McGreevy's and something else. Yeah, but yeah. if you go to my Instagram, I, I'm tagged in it. And I'm going to post about it on my stories and stuff like that. So if you go to at Shawnee Time on Instagram, check that out. Following week, starting Thursday, I'll be at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival in Austin for a few days. Uh, and then I'm going to be in Saratoga the week after that. But I'll talk about that again on the next episode. Uh, we are at Showbiz Studios. That's showbrizstudios.com with our friend Alex. Go to the website. Also, visit their YouTube page as well as their iTunes page, which shows you all the fantastic, all the fantastic <laughs> shows that Showbiz has to offer. Uh they're all run by a bunch of our friends that are super funny comics. Make sure you check those out and add them to your queue on, on, on your queue. Is that a thing on iTunes? That's right. You, you subscribe. Subscribe. Sure. Make sure. Please. Please do this. Subscribe and rate and tell review. Tell a friend. Or tell a friend about the show. I, I think it's been going pretty good. And if, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Uh, you know, and if you see us on the uh, – come to a road show for us and uh, meat and potatoes. Yell it Say out. meat and potatoes. And Not we'll, during the we'll show. buy you a drink. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, make sure. I sense. will absolutely have a drink with anybody who comes up and says meat and potatoes. I will also. It happened. Uh, we got the first one a couple weeks ago, and it was great. <laughs> Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you next time. Love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Listen to me, you deaf fuck. I offered you a chance when we could have done something. I offered you a chance to be a cop, and you blew it. You blew it. <laughs>